As consumers, we are bombarded by it at every turn, like the Incredible Hulk being bombarded by gamma rays. But what makes some media endure, while others are banished to the forgotten black hole of obscurity, never to be heard from again? Who or what decides this? Hetero life mate Steve and Yehel wanna know, and they wanna know now. This is Obscurity Now. now, now, now. And what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Obscurity Now, the show where we have everything obscure or we can get it. My name is Steve. I'm one of the hosts. And with me is a man who would change his surname to CDI if the government allowed it. Mm. It's Yehel, and that is video power, Steve. <laughs> how, uh, how, are you do- how are you doing? I'm doing well. Uh, I'm wondering why they just called it video power and not like video game power because it just makes me think of like VHS tapes when you say video power. Maybe it's because video games are not that uh, big of a uh, topic on this video game uh, review show. Oh, well, hey, (laughs) you know, the cartoon does take up a lot of time, but it is all about the video game uh, characters, question mark? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. it's 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 quite the smorgasbord of uh, video game characters. They're acclaim uh, video game characters, That's right? Um, and you know, acclaim, uh, if I remember correctly, is just a publisher. You know, they're not right. What they don't I really make what games. I was reading is that most of their that stuff was they were ported from uh, other people's arcade games. Basically, they right. brought them to the home consoles. And so, yeah, they really wanted you to buy uh, these acclaimed games. So some genius in marketing was like, let's do a 90s cartoon mashup of the dude from NARC, the guy from Wizards and Warriors, a basketball player from Arch Rivals, and a talking tomato from the game Quirk. Yeah, real weird choices. I mean, the only one that makes sense to me, I mean... I should I should roll that back. None of these make sense, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, if you were gonna say okay, one of these, I, I guess the Tyrone from Arch Rivals because Arch Rivals was pretty big. Mm. The other games, I mean, not that they weren't big or that they weren't hits, but like enough to put a card like Narc. Like Narc, I think came out like in 1985 or something. Oh, but that game is uh, so good. But let me uh, let's just uh, clarify. If someone just happened to tune yeah. in, and didn't see any uh, any of the tweets about what we're covering. We're covering the sort of, I don't know, pseudo video game inform- information infotainment show known as uh, Video Power, where it's just a little bit of video game information and then a whole lot of uh, 90s cartoon uh, style cartoon. Uh, Yehel, what is your history with Video Power? I mean, I remember watching the show. I don't know how, but I did not remember the cartoon part of it mm-hmm. which is weird because it is like 90 percent of the show <laughs> it is <laughs> it is and uh, um you know like i've actually used clips from video power in a few of my videos because like there's one where johnny arcade our intrepid host uh he uh goes to like snk of america's like mm-hmm. factory and um or headquarters i should say and you get to see um he shows off like the neo geo memory cards and a few other things so like i i I don't know man like i did not 
I, I must have seen the cartoon though, because once I started like watching it, the cartoon segment. I mean, I, I remembered like okay, I kind of remember seeing these characters, but mm-hmm. I don't remember watching the cartoon. Uh, what about you, Steve? What's your uh, memory? Oh, I remember the show uh, quite well, and I do remember that it was ninety percent cartoon because I really enjoyed the Johnny Arcade segments. Uh, like watching this as like a eight-year-old when he would like skateboard into his room his like awesome he was room. so cool yeah i did johnny Arcade. oh I, I, was, I just i wanted that room i was like whoa you, you wanted to wear a bright green neon zubaz <laughs> and have a five foot i was tall light switch that you flip up and then you go now that's video power right yeah turning on a light that's video power video power yeah no i just thought he had you know much like uh clarissa and clarissa explains it all i thought uh, they both had cool <laughs> rooms like but oh, I love Clarissa Explains It All. Uh, yeah, great show. But you know, little did I know that there was some you know set designer who was probably doing a lot of cocaine back then. Who was like, yeah, this is a uh, this is what kids' rooms look like in the nineties, right? <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> that's video power. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. Let's. Uh... I'm, I'm gonna just start saying that like as a celebratory thing. Uh, <laughs> you know, I win a game. That's video power. I, yeah. I take a nice poop that's video power <laughs> bring I, your I partner in bed yeah yeah <laughs> so you know where i was going orgasm yeah. in bed that's video power yeah. honey yeah <laughs> well i think you covered all the bases there yeah let's uh let's dive a little bit deeper Ugh. <laughs> that... Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> now that's video power into video power and i'll see you on the other side all right <laughs> Welcome to your feature presentation. All right. So to those who don't know, or for those who don't know, video, we're talking about the pilot episode of Video Power. Uh, There were actually two seasons of this show. Um, I guess the numbers weren't good enough because in the second season, they overhauled the entire show and turned it into like a, a game show. Do you remember watching the game show version of Video Power? Very vaguely. I remember not being that into it. Oh, I thought um, it was pretty awesome, but I know. Because a few years I'm a little me. older than you, though. Mm-hmm. Um, Way I'm, older. I'm a, a more mature palette. You're just not as rad as us, like, hip kids <laughs> back then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I traded in my bright green uh, Zubaus <laughs> pants for. Uh, uh, khaki cavariches, you know, I was still more mature. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I, I just wasn't like that into it. Um, cause it looked, from what I remember, like the kids in it were pretty young, weren't mm-hmm. they? Like, uh, eight year old. Eh, probably. Let's say eight to know. 10, most likely. But yeah. that was the show where at the end, uh, you know, if you won, if you answered all the questions correctly, you got mm-hmm. to run around in this like fake video store grabbing as many video game cartridges as possible and then you slide down a slide at the end and you get to keep whatever you grabbed you, get, um, do you remember that i don't remember that but i do remember that like the winner of every um challenge because it was like it aired daily mm-hmm. and uh, i remember like all the winners from each day like faced off on friday mm-hmm. and the winner of that got to uh win like a trip to universal studios right uh florida i think mm-hmm. which i mean I don't know how great of a prize that seemed because at the time Nickelodeon was giving that away like 
for every prize on every one of their shows every fucking day. Yeah, because <laughs> they were filming down there. That's why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so, like, that was a little weird. And then I remember that, like, they did, like, a thing at the end where all the Friday winners faced off eventually. Mm. And the winner of that got, like, a $10,000 scholarship, I think, to college. Uh, so that's pretty cool. Like what? And, you know, I, I, that's not just cool. <laughs> That's video, video power. power. Yeah. Well, you want to know what else is video power? And I'm surprised uh, you didn't uh, stumble across this uh, since you're, well, we all know you're Mr. CDI, but maybe in lesser known uh, back alleys, maybe possibly known as Mr. Neo Geo. I remember they would get a Neo Geo just for going down the slide at the end. And my like, oh, I did not remember that. My jaw would drop every time. I'm like, they're getting a freaking Neo Geo? That's $500. That's uh, more than that. That's insane. <laughs> right, right. Especially if you want, I don't know, a game with your Neo Geo you're looking at. <laughs> well, and if you want a second controller, I mean, you're looking at, you know, close to $1,000 in 1990 money. Right. Um, <laughs> by the way, we have in the chat here, uh, Stry, a.k.a. Stadium Arts. Yoda. Um, he said, yay, a new episode. Yes. Every Sunday, buddy. Well, he, except he, for next Sunday. He did the Sunday. math, and he said that, uh, and I do believe he's just about correct, that that's $1,500 adjusted for inflation. Wow. Wow. Well, well aside from that, uh, those two seasons, it, it, it equaled up to about 83 episodes overall, uh, and it ran from 1990 to 1992. And so here is the synopsis, which you don't really need one for the first episode here. And it's just... Video Power Edge Segment, Ninja Gaiden 2, getting the one up on stage 5 to 2. Revenge of Shinobi, how to get unlimited shurikens, how to beat stage 5 boss. <laughs> That's it. Like, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Someone yeah. should have written something better. Um, but uh, anyway, this uh, show, uh, at least the animated portions, were uh, directed, was directed by uh, Stefan Martinari. And I recognize that name. In fact, uh, I guess he's the reason that sort of put video power back in my mind because he was the director on uh, Dino Saucers. <laughs> Remember all the way back oh, like okay. two, yeah, three yeah, episodes yeah. Of course, ago? Of course. Yeah, and yeah. he also directed King Arthur and the Knights of Justice and Madeline. Uh, now directing the, um, the live action stuff is Paul Provenzan Provenziano. Uh, he has directed basically nothing else Something called Destination. I mean, when you 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 peaked, you peaked. Right, that's With video power, baby. Light switch room, yeah, it's video yeah. power, baby. <laughs> he directed uh, Destination Zero: The Fast Short Life of Ronald Cole, which I mean, that's the documentary everyone's talking about. And then what I'm pretty sure is an infomercial called "If You Can't Stand the Heat." Get out of the kitchen with Michelle Costello, or maybe a cooking show, something like that. And uh, the uh, writers on this, uh, you know, award-winning <laughs> video game show, uh, <laughs> the first one is uh, Frank Maroney, and he has written absolutely nothing else. And uh, then uh, the next guy who worked on the Power Team segments is uh, Jack Olesker. He also wrote the King, King Arthur and the Knights of Justice video game, and the new Adventures of He-Man. Make sure you check out our uh, He-Man reboot episode, as well as a little no-name show called Power Rangers and Mask. Everyone knows, not the Mask, but Mask. And do you remember the Bots Master? 
Uh, is that like one of those shows where like people make bots that fight each other? No, it sounds like that. It's an animated show just about a, a kid in the future who made a bunch of cool looking robots. We'll uh, we'll have to color- cover that one eventually. And uh, last but not least is Paul Simulski. And the only other thing he worked on besides this was something called Game Pro TV. So he must have been like the video game consultant or whatever when, right, they, were, right. when they were writing this yeah. stuff. And uh, the production companies, which I thought were kind of interesting, is uh, first off is Saban Entertainment. So not only did uh, Saban and his uh, you know right hand man Shooky Levy compose all the music for um, Video Power here, but they also produced it, and it was also produced by Acclaim Entertainment and Bobot Entertainment. So this is like this is pure. Hey, we're marketing straight to kids here. Uh, entertainment. And uh, that's going to do it for that. Uh, do you have any info on the cast, you hell? I have a little bit of info on the cast here. Let's start off with, um, <clears throat> so he goes by Steve in a lot of his um, uh, acting credits, but the host, a.k.a. Johnny Arcade, the actor's name is spelled like S-T-I-V-I, so I guess it's Stevie or Stivey. <laughs> so weird. Uh, Paskowski. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, you know. I, 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 I assume he's a threat to our country. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, in our way of life. But I, yeah, he's actually kept really busy. And man, as an adult, he looks nothing like <laughs> he did like as Johnny Arcadia when he was younger. Like it's crazy. I, I would not have thought this was him. But yeah, he's still acting. Um, the most recent thing on his uh, IMDb is from 2020 in a TV series. Uh, for a second, I thought he was in Law and Order from 1993 to 2010 because uh-huh. of the way like it displayed. But then I saw, okay, he had like four guest starring spots between 1993 and 2010. Oh, Law and I Order. see, I see. Well, good for <laughs> he him. He was like criminal of the week, I guess. Yeah, yeah, but but he's kept busy. He's got a bunch of credits. He's done a bunch of TV series. Um, not so anybody you'd really recognize, but he's kept busy. Uh, now, as far as the voice actors for the cartoon, mm-hmm. uh, the what, what was it? The Power Team cartoon, I think is what it was called, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, so, anyways, we've got Dale Wilson, not to be confused with Dade Wilson. Uh, or wait, who? Who's? Yeah. Never mind. <laughs> I, I I was thinking of like the pun, uh, not the Punisher, Deadpool's real name, but that's Wade. Not. Wade Wilson. Wade Wilson. Thank mm. you. Well, great. Edit this out. <laughs> uh, anyways, he's also kept really busy um, acting, uh, like live action stuff. Again. Nothing that I think anybody would recognize him from. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I don't think anybody watched, recognize him as Paul Pooch from Crypto the Superdog. But um, <laughs> maybe you did. I don't know. Maybe you're a big Crypto the Superdog mark. Uh, anyways, <laughs> look out for the new Crypto the Superdog Bitcoin. Uh, right. Coming to you soon. But <laughs> anyways, uh, then we've got John Novak. Mm-hmm. Uh, and by the way, uh, the MDB doesn't say who played what voices. That's why I'm not going oh, to that. Okay. Um, he was in a bunch of stuff. He was in uh, Highlander uh, for like four seasons, oh, or four years. Nice. So uh, the TV show. So that's pretty cool. Uh, but yeah, again, no, no, nothing like you'd recognize him from. But he's still busy. He's got stuff released in 2021. Then we've got uh, Richard Newman, who has continued, unlike Newman. the other people I've mentioned. He's he's done a lot of voice acting uh, in cartoons, a bunch of stuff. He's got some stuff in pre-production, so he's also kept busy. Uh, Hello, Jason Micas, who has the most unprofessional IMDb picture out of all these people. He's just making a weird face. Again, he's kept busy uh, in voice acting. Mm -hmm. Uh, Terry Clayson also kept busy in voice acting. 
And then uh, the other person of note was Michael Donovan, who we've actually seen come up before as a voice actor in a few of our other uh, cartoon-related episodes. He's done a shit ton of work, uh, including voices in a Star Trek video game, Stephen. We've got a Star Trek connection somehow. Oh, my God. And, and before you play the bumper, I want to point out that the chair that Johnny Arcade sits on I'm 99% sure it's modeled after the captain's chair from Star Trek, the original series. I was getting those vibes as well. Let's do it. Yeah. Ah, oh no. We've just entered another Star Trek connection. Ah. <laughs> Fantastic. I don't know how you did it, buddy, but you did. Congratulations. Yeah, That's I do wanna... video power. Yeah, it is video power. So I want to point out in the chat, Stry mentioned that, uh, oh, Canada had its own video and arcade top 10 on YTV, so this will be super informative for me, excited. Uh, so, oh, and thank you for treating the stream, appreciate that, Stry. Uh, but yeah, I had actually no idea that Canada had a show called Video and Arcade Top 10, so that might be one to get our little, Ameri our grubby American fast food <laughs> yes. soaked, grease-filled hands on. I'm covered in grease uh, right now. <laughs> mm, that's video power. That's... By the way, for those that join late, the reason why we keep saying that's video power is Johnny Arcade, says that's video power to like everything. Literally at one point he turns on a light switch. The light switch, by the way, is, I, I said like five feet tall earlier, but yeah. it's gotta be like three or four feet like. It's huge. It's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. And he flips it up and he's like, that's video power. And he says it a few more times. So that that's where we're at. Right. Uh, but yes, yeah, Steve, are you ready to dive into video power itself? I sure am, but uh, well, we're, we're about to really dive into, oh yeah, you're right. Um, yeah, so we'll do that, and then we'll talk about that in a sec. Okay, so right off the bat, we get um, a pretty, I mean, awesome, like, upbeat uh, theme song. It almost sounds like any yeah. anything that Haim Saban and Shooky Levy would have uh, composed in the 90s. You know, high energy. It, it sounds very, like, Saved by the Bell. Oh, it, it looks like it, too, with all, you know, the colors yep. going around. I, in fact, mm -hmm. I even wrote that right here in my... Yeah, I don't think it's a it's a. Oh no! I mean, that was the style of the '90s for sure. Uh, yeah, so I like the theme and all the crazy colors and whatnot, uh, and I also enjoy the uh, the logo. Uh, I thought their logo was way better than that Carnosaur logo from last week. Uh, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> and then, of course, uh, Johnny skateboards into his room. I guess this is supposed to be his room. They never really, uh, I don't know if they ever clarify. I mean, it's been years. But I just assume this is where Johnny, like, lives, basically. Um, right. So, and of course, his room uh, looks awesome. As Yehel said, there's a giant light switch on the wall. He's got monitors and video, um, you know, video. Yeah, like, like. Bright colors, mm -hmm. triangles, uh, everything seems to be like encased in like some thick, <laughs> brightly colored plastic yeah. or something. Right. Like, like I think there's like a TV monitor that's like encased in like some like bright purple thing. Like it's it's crazy. Yeah. It's like the nineties bomb. Oh yeah, for room. sure. It looks you could eat that room or snort it up. Either way. Uh, <laughs> so Johnny basically sets up the show. He starts talking straight to the camera or audience, however you want to look at it. He introduces himself. And he says, the show will tell you everything you ever wanted to know about video games. If it has anything to do with video games, we've got it. 
or we'll get it. Oh, <laughs> now, uh, and, oh, I'm uh, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, spoiler alert. Uh, he will not tell you everything about video games. <laughs> well, I guess you have to stick with the entire first season because all of the uh, information that he could have told us is taken up by the power team, which we're about to get to. Now, uh, yeah. at the beginning here, what do you think of uh, Steve here as uh, as Johnny Arcade? What do you think about him as a host? I mean, he's uh, fine, mm-hmm. right? I mean, uh, good energy. Uh, he's he's going for it. Yeah. Uh, you know, obviously, he's been given some questionably lame dialogue, <laughs> you know, but it's also 1990. Sure. Uh, so, yeah, I, I, I think he's all right. Um, I don't know that I would have thought. In fact, I remember not thinking he was like cool mm-hmm. or anything. I was like ten when this came out, but if I would have been like eight or seven, because you know, there's a big difference sure. uh, between you know, two years makes a big difference when you're like in that age, right? right? Uh, I probably would have thought, oh, this guy's pretty cool. He skateboards into his room. His room is wheelchair accessible. <laughs> nice. He's got a ramp. Please get into it. Yeah. That's, uh, what about you? Uh, yeah, I feel the same way. Um, I mean, they could have gone like with the sort of typical, you know, surfer guy. Had him say stuff like rad and dude. I mean, at least they didn't do that. Um, he's, uh, in some ways, I almost think he's like too serious. He's like very, uh, like the way he talks to the camera, it's almost moving into like a uh, wrestler promo territory sometimes. He's intense. He, he is. is intense. He, he is, is intense. intense. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you will get this tip I'm about to tell I mean, you about video games. Steve, he's, he's living in a room made out of the cocaine fueled <laughs> dreams of an adult. Right. I mean, yeah. I, you know, this is, he's living an intense life. So yeah. So basically what you're saying is that the director who probably was high on coke, you know, just sort of imparted some of his cokeness onto Johnny Arcade here. And he was like, Hey, yeah, now I'm not saying Johnny Arcade did coke. <laughs> I'm just saying, he had to, you know, when in Rome, you got to yeah, coke it up. Uh, I guess get your energy level. You got to coke it up. And that's video power, baby. Uh, that's video power, baby. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, uh, basically, he um, he introduces the power team and then we go right into a commercial. Now, uh, I don't think we mentioned it. You can watch the entire uh, probably the entire series, but at least the first episode of um, video power on YouTube. And it looks like the I found I found uh, pretty much the whole first season and most of the second season. Nice. Looks like. And I'll post a link to the first episode, uh, and I and the other episodes are on that same channel. And the best thing about it, I would say, uh, if you're around mine and hell's age, is that they left the commercials in. So I mean, this was really nostalgic uh, for me because I mean I remember watching the Fox Kids Club like every day after school um, mm-hmm. and all the shows that they uh, advertised. I remember watching most of them. I've got them listed here somewhere. We'll, we'll get to them. But but yeah, the having the commercials in there definitely kind of uh, helped my verdict yeah. at the end. Um, but uh, but we'll maybe not too much. We'll see when we get there. Um, so yeah, the first commercials for a Tiger handheld, and that that was awesome. And uh, then right after that, they had uh, one for the Super Mario Brothers uh, Super Show. Do you uh, do you remember what Tiger handheld games you had uh, as a ten or twelve year old, whatever? Ugh. I I think I had at one point a Mortal Kombat mm. one. I want to say I had a Street Fighter one. I had some kind of racing one, but I don't remember Ooh, racing like a motorcycle racing one. Might might have been like a Road Rash mm-hmm. ripoff, or maybe like it was Road Rash itself. I don't know. But um, 
I didn't. I only had like a few of them right. because I, I thought they were shit. Oh, they are. And what I think now is that there's a weird trend to start collecting them again. I'm like, God, no, yeah. no, no bad retro gamers. Bad. Those, those games <laughs> suck. Like I remember I had the, uh, the Ninja Turtles one, which I like the way those uh, Konami ones looked just because they look different than all the other ones. But the game still sucked. So uh, anyway, moving on, uh, we are now... Fully immersed into the uh, <laughs> the power team. Uh, yeah. So so by the way, I, I think we should point out, Steve, before. So basically, in the first segment, right, mm-hmm. which is him live action, Johnny Arcade introducing you to the show, he doesn't tell you anything about video games. No. Uh, nothing at all. He just tells you he's going to tell you about video games. Uh, doesn't tell you about video games and then tells you, hey, we're going to watch a cartoon now instead of me telling you about video games. Uh, but afterwards, I'll tell you about how to uh, do something in Ninja Gaiden. I think it was the game or whatever. Um, it's almost as if they knew like people were there for like the video game info. And they knew that they wouldn't really want to sit through this cartoon. Hmm. It, it, it is very much like that. And, and, it, and it makes you wonder... Why even have the cartoon? Because a claim, one of the producers said they had to. <laughs> I'm guessing a claim was like footing the bill for oh, the show. Oh, absolutely. That I mean, that was my uh, my guess from <laughs> from real one of, of whatever this is. Yeah, but but the thing but the thing is like they cover not because I, I went and I watched like a few segments from a few mm-hmm. other episodes. Uh, <laughs> didn't watch the cartoon, just the the live action right. segments in the other episodes, right. uh, but. And they cover like non-acclaimed games like pretty frequently. I remember. So why is Acclaim doing this? Like, like I don't know. It, there's so many questions and so little information on yeah, this for, uh, out there. Absolutely. It's it's fucking weird. So what I've come to the conclusion of, <laughs> Steve, is that Acclaim did foot the money for this, but the executive that was putting the money this is this is like some kind of money laundering scheme. That's <laughs> okay. uh, some executive at Acclaim mm-hmm. that. Probably was trying to like I don't know uh, take some of his cocaine money <laughs> and uh, launder it. <laughs> Steve, that's just video power. That's, Laundering that's your cocaine video money power. Is video yeah, power. Absolutely. Well, anyways, can you tell I'm trying to avoid talking about this? Cartoon? Yeah. Well, we're almost there. I do like how uh, again, uh, Mr. Intensity Johnny Arcade. He like gets on his couch and grabs his popcorn. He's like, "All right, now we're gonna watch the Power Team." This is the first time it's premiered anywhere. Like talking it up. I bet he. I bet he'd make a great yeah. hype man. Um, you know. And, and he's like, "Oh, first we've got Tyrone from Arch Rivals. Right. Then we've got uh, this guy from this. I can't remember what the the Wizards and Warriors. I think Heroes. it was. And uh, Heroes. And he's like, "Oh, and then we've got Quark. What's the tomato's name? Quark. Quark. Yeah, yeah. Just like the dude from I've never even Deep heard Space of this Nine. fucking game. All right. <laughs> since you brought it up, I was gonna ask. Like, you know, uh, first I was gonna ask if you could name all the characters, but I already did that. Like, did you? Do you actually like any of these games? I like Narc. Oh yeah, Narc's uh, so good. I I love Narc. And. And you know the the narc guy's got a cool name, Max Force. Yeah, but he's so know, lame like, in this. He is very lame. And the thing is, like, it's weird because this is like geared at kids, mm-hmm. and narc is a is, is a game that was very controversial because of all the extreme violence at the time. You know that it displayed. You know where you were gunning down people. I loved gunning it. Gunning down drug dealers. Yeah, when you hit the um the, the missile and just body parts go everywhere. God, that's yeah. why I love that game. 
<laughs> yeah, so again, weird choices, mm-hmm. weird. Every, everything's just weird here. But, uh, but the one that I feel like was probably the worst choice, maybe. All right, which was the worst choice? Quirk or Tyrone? Because we're going to see Tyrone use his basketball to deflect missiles and grenades and all their kinds of ridiculous <laughs> crap. And then Quirk goes over here with the most annoying voice in animation. Um, maybe not the most, but yeah. up there. Uh, like, which one do you think was? Yeah, well, I mean, Quirk's Quirk's just a tomato. He's gonna go bad in like you know <laughs> eight days. So I would say he's the worst choice. Wow, I love tomato humor. All right, let's let's jump into this cartoon. Okay, so we open. Yeah. It's nighttime. A giant semi filled with tomatoes drives along the highway. The drivers see a hurt motorcyclist, and so of course they pull over to check on him. But uh, then they are shot by a limo with front-mounted lasers, and inside that limo was Mr. Big. Then the um, uh, a guy in a helicopter comes, shoots the... Mr. Big is the villain right. of the cartoon. Who is also the villain... Uh, which Johnny Arcade mm-hmm. told us. Right, and he's also the villain from NARC, if I'm not mistaken. Um, ah, okay. And, uh, yeah, they shoot the tomatoes in the truck... And pelting the guys with all of these, this tomatoes. And then the motorcyclist gets up. Surprise. It was all a big ruse. He removes his helmet. He's uh, Spike, one of Mr. Big's uh, henchmen. And uh, he tells them, even though they've destroyed all the tomatoes, that they're, Mr. Big is taking the truck. And he tells them to scram and get out of there. Like, this is one of those 90s cartoons where the gangsters sound like they're mm-hmm. from the 40s. Um and right, so right. now we cut to uh, Bigfoot. That's right, the Bigfoot truck from uh, from the '90s. I remember. Has a very uh, unintimidating voice. Oh, yeah. uh, for Bigfoot, right. it's like kind of high pitched. Well, no, that's uh, uh, like... that was Johnny Arcade talking through Bigfoot at that point. Like they have, oh, yeah, really? Bigfoot's regular voice kind of sounds like. Uh, I don't know, a, um, a radio DJ almost kind of sounds like okay, Bill I missed Clinton. That. My bad, I missed Yeah, he that. talks at the end. Um, but, uh, but yeah, he's carrying tomatoes, and hiding in the tomatoes is the power team, Tyrone, Max Force, Quirk, and Eros, the barbarian guy, which, like, right off the bat, I'm just like, what? what is the... Who came up with the premise for this episode? Like, tomatoes... And as you see, as we go forward, it just gets even more ridiculous. And so, Matt. Yeah, it, it, it very low stakes mm. whenever, like, because what was the deal? Like, they were trying to, like, steal the tomatoes because they want there to not be able to be, like, ketchup or something. You're close. <laughs> okay, so Mr. Big, I mean, and they must have, like, stolen this idea straight from the history books from Al Capone. They're hoarding all the tomatoes so they can sell it to all the pizza makers in the city at a marked up price. So they'll have to deal with them. That's what it was. Yeah. Some some real real espionage there. (laughs) But, you know, it's pizza, you hell. Kids like pizza. So we'll just build the entire episode around tomatoes. Oh, God. Kill me already. Um so anyway, Max Force says they're hiding in the tomatoes because they are the bait for the hijackers that they somehow know is going to come. So Johnny Arcade communicates to the team through a computer in Bigfoot. Mr. Big uh, sets up some... Then, all right, cut to Mr. Big and his other henchmen, uh, Joe, and I think Spike was there too. They're setting up fake cows in the road to make them stop. 
which is so lame. Like they gave like absolutely yeah. no thoughts into any of the writing here, as you will continue to see. <laughs> um, yeah, they were too busy doing coke. You hell is what they were doing. Yeah, too busy, too busy. <laughs> Bigfoot says every everything looks good, but uh, sees the phony cows, and uh, then Big Boss, Big Boss himself, like you know, normally you know the you know the main like bad guy or villain, like uh, a la mm-hmm. Doctor Claw. You know, they sort of sit back and make their henchmen do all the work. Not here in right. the Power Team world. Uh, <laughs> Big Boss is a hands-on type of bad guy. Uh, Indeed. So, uh, but uh, okay. So, Big Boss jumps into action, and then up. Oh, but don't worry. Here comes Tyrone to throw a basketball at him and deflect one of his missiles. And this is uh, I see this going on throughout this episode. Is one member of the power team shows up, and the other ones are nowhere to be found. And then they just start showing up yeah. one by one for absolutely no reason. Like, they could have said that that was part of their plan at the beginning to justify it, but uh, obviously the writers don't care. They're too busy doing coke because that's video power. Um, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny because, like, the writers of the cartoon don't care. Mm -hmm. The writers of the video game segments don't care either, and I'll explain why. Uh, I'm sure you came to the same conclusion when we go over the video game segment at the the end. Mm Mm-hmm. So Mr. Big's uh, limo then shoots at Bigfoot, um, but whoa, he drives out of the way. I was so scared that Bigfoot was going to get shot, and uh, he accidentally hits uh, henchman Joe. Um, Mr. Big blinds Bigfoot with like uh, oil of some kind. Then uh, Eros got he stops the limo with his bare hands. <laughs> he doesn't even break a sweat. He just goes, nope. like. Just the most uh, boring face, like his like muscles don't clench, like there's no sweat. He just uh, <laughs> magically stop. And you know, we could all assume that Eros is there for the ladies who are not watching. And uh, yeah, they right. really missed out on a chance there to show his bulging biceps. But hey, whatever. Uh, that's video power, I guess. I got to stop saying that. <laughs> I guess, I, I, no, no, you don't. No, you don't. Uh, any any uh, remarks on that? No, no, it was, I mean, as you described it, but uh, boring. Mm -hmm. Uh, Oh, yeah. So, and that's the thing. And I kept thinking, I kept thinking they're going to cut back to the live action stuff. First of all, I didn't think like it was going to take up 90% of the episode, Mm -hmm. uh, the cartoon. And I'm like, well, they're going to maybe like intercut like throughout, like back to Johnny Arcade talking about, you know, something video game related. Mm -hmm. Nah. Oh, I re- spoiler alert, um, even back as an eight-year-old, I mean, I felt the same way. I was like, I wanted more like Johnny segments and less power team, uh, even back then. And I still feel that way now. So uh, Max Force sprays the ground, turning it into ice, causing Joe to fall and bump his head. <laughs> what a hilarious pratfall. Then Mr. Big <laughs> threatens to kill Bigfoot with a grenade, a truck. And they all put their hands up like this because he threatened to kill a truck. Um, That's right. (laughs) I mean, the truck is sentient. I Uh, I guess. I mean, we can only assume that I guess they just lost access to Bigfoot's mechanics so they couldn't build a new one. And yes. Well, I mean, we find out later that 
these characters from the video, these video games, mm-hmm. what we're watching is happening in the real world, so Earth, right. where we mm-hmm. live, but they are from actually video games. And one of the things that Mr. Big tries to do later is use the thing to like send them back into their video games. Right. Like, what the fuck is going on? So bad. So bad. Uh, so anyway, we get a at that cliffhanger where um, Mr. Big threatens to kill a truck, we get another commercial break and we get a actual commercial for New Adventures of He-Man, which I thought was very uh, apropos. And uh, Mm -hmm. we were talking about it before we started recording, uh, Small Wonder. Uh, If anyone remembers, it is a sitcom about a little girl robot who uh, I barely remember that show, but... uh, Anyway, yeah, that was a way. Those commercials were way more entertaining than the cartoon we just started watching. Yeah. So we're back to the show. Mr. Big says if he's just like what Yahel just said, if he zaps them with their own game cartridge, they go back to their home worlds. (sighs) Then Quirk shows up and pelts Mr. Big with tomatoes. And I'm like, wait a minute. Quirk is a tomato. He's throwing tomatoes at him. Isn't he killing his own kind? I mean, but these aren't like sentient. Oh, tomatoes. so it's okay. I guess they're just. <laughs> so I guess that makes it all right. Well, I'm just trying to like figure it out because they're just like regular tomatoes, but they're not like him. But a tomato with a mohawk. Right. What? And, and his mohawk isn't made out of like leaves. No. It's made out of like hair. Real regular human like hair. He's got toed. It's okay. Just let it happen. He's got nineties toed. Yeah, all right. All right. All right. You're you're right. But my my apologies. I guess I'm just a fucking moron. <laughs> just help yourself to some coke it'll be okay so uh then henchman joe he also gets pelted as does uh spike um in the limo he who was who was driving the limo at the time it causes the limo to swerve off the road once again tyrone uses his basketball and uh, mr big trips on it now bigfoot shoots a laser at mr big to stop him from throwing something then Spike picks up Mr. Big in the limo, and they drive away, and in classic sort of 90s slash 80s cartoon fashion, they just the power team just stands there and watch them drive away. Um, he tells Spike to drive him to the tomato warehouse. And now um, cut to Quirk. I mean, this, just, this is a weird transition. All of a sudden, you see Quirk mm-hmm. like in sort of a darkened alley wearing a fedora and trench coat, like musing like a detective out of a like noir film from the 40s or 50s, saying, like, now I messes with tomatoes. I'm going to stop them. And uh, then that's when you hear their master plan. Spike reveals that they were stealing tomatoes so they can jack up the prices and sell it to all the pizzerias in the city. Then um, Quirk... <laughs> Like, like, this is such a dumb plan. Oh, like, it's awful. Because, honestly, here's the thing. How much can you really mark up tomatoes? <laughs> you know, like, like how much money it's are like you really It's like pennies on the dollar. Tomatoes? Yeah, it's so... Right. Even if you double the price of a tomato, like, what? You've got, like, an extra buck? Yeah, it's so <laughs> dumb. So dumb. Uh, so, anyway, Quirk just, you know, because I guess he's the Wolverine of the group, the a real lone wolf... He just jumps mm. into the warehouse. He um, knocks over some boxes, which I assume this is from the game. Maybe this is fan service or something. <laughs> As if there's any fans of this game, because even even back yeah, then, all, all the, all the I've fans. never I never played or even heard of Quirk. But uh, I guess it's a 
game well, it's a maze game yeah game boy game too so, i don't even know if it was on the uh like because i was looking for images to throw into the obscuratron here all i saw was a game boy cover um but uh anyway quirk knocks over some boxes and takes out the whole gang for a minute then he gets surrounded and spike just hoists him up with a big metal hook <laughs> Which is really weird. So cut yeah. to the rest of the power team. Uh, I guess they're hanging out in their power team lair. They're never really um, clear on you know where it is they are. Max Force says, Quirk shouldn't have run off on his own. Then Johnny enters out of nowhere and says, Someone named Pops is going to make a deal with Mr. Big to get tomato sauce. And the power team will hide in the back of his truck while they're making the deal. And I guess spring out and, you know, do whatever. Um, and now what they could have done to, like, fix this, like, abysmal uh, writing here or episode is why not have the power team all hanging out in Pop's Pizzeria at the beginning. And, like, they're, like, eating the their, it's like their favorite pizza place. They take a bite of the pizza and they're like, oh, Pops, what's the deal with this pizza? It tastes so weird. And Pops is all, well, these gangsters have been stole all the tomatoes and I can't afford tomato sauce. I would. Will you do something, power team? Like then we'd at least have like a plot to drive all this crap forward. Right, right. Instead of having this like random pizza owner like just pop up. Yeah, it was so weird. He just popped up out of nowhere. Like I had to like rewind him. I'm like, what's going on here? Uh, but uh, yeah, so anyway, uh, I sort of lost my spot here. Oh yeah, Pops. Okay, so Pops shows up to make a deal with these dangerous gangsters. Says he represents right. all the pizza makers of the city, which is so ridiculous. Like they all have a union or something. And uh, <laughs> Mr. Big uh, has trouble and then the power or says there's going to be trouble and then the power team jumps into action. Um, Tyrone once again throws his basketball at Mr. Big's face. And there's like this really dumb sort of pratfall where it looks like the the basketball is wearing um, Mr. Big's like trench coat and fedora or whatever. Then um, mm-hmm. he takes out his grenade, but then Bigfoot shows up again. They're doing the thing where one at a time, all of the members just sort of get into the fray. And uh, then Mr. Big threatens to kill Quirk. <laughs> See, only the weird sentient members get threatened. None of the human ones. Right, right, um, right. But once again... Well, you know, you, you, I don't think you're going to get, like, arrested for murdering a truck <laughs> or a tomato. So, well, you know, Mr. Mr. Big, Mr. Big is a thoughtful criminal. He's a smart guy, a smart guy. Uh, but once again, Tyrone throws his uh, basketball um, at the back of the semi-truck that holds all the tomatoes. The door opens and it like floods the entire warehouse uh, surrounding Mr. Big and his thugs. And they run away. And just like in the previous fight scene, the power team just sits there and watch them leave. Uh, then Pop says... Uh, the pizzas are on him, and they're all going to go get pizza. And uh, that is the end of the Power Team uh, episode. Anything else you want to add before we go back and spend five seconds with Johnny? <laughs> no, no, no. I think you covered it pretty well. And, you know, I want to point out that you were able to, like, cover everything that had this episode. The, the Sorry, I can't even talk. <laughs> the cartoon portion is literally, like, 
I don't know, maybe like uh, 15 minutes. Mm -hmm. You said that's about right. And, uh, you know, once you take out the commercials, you're talking about like about 22 minutes of a show. So it's 15 minutes of the show. And usually when we go over a cartoon, it takes a lot longer sure. for us to go over it. But like so little like happens. It was just two two fight scenes and that's it. Yeah. It, they. Yeah. And, and the dialogue is so like pointless mm. and, and like. I don't know, just superfluous. So, yeah, anyways, I just wanted to point out that we went through that very quickly. Yeah, but it still felt like forever. <laughs> yes, uh, yes. When I looked at the uh, watch, at the clock, I was uh, shocked that it was still the same day. Right, right. Uh, <laughs> so then we get another commercial break, and uh, which uh, made me happy because there was an ALF commercial in there. Uh, I, I knew it, you, you ALF <laughs> fetish having. Where's my, uh, well... Everyone's well, seen Steve. What after the Alf commercial were you like? Did you yell, "That's video power"? <laughs> I, d I did a line <laughs> of coke and s screamed, "That's video power!" I did. Uh, so now we're back with Johnny, finally in real life, and he uh, introduces the video power edge segment, which I love because like it's filmed like uh, uh, the Ryan Gosling movie uh, Drive. It's all red for some reason. And again, uh -huh. it's super serious. And he's given us tips on how to beat Ninja Gaiden and Shinobi. And then at the end, he tells us about the video power bulletin board, which is this, you know, you mail in questions, I guess. And, you know, maybe he'll talk about them on the on the show. And that is it. That is the first step. Uh, What's up? I, th there's there's something key that you missed. What's that? Uh, or maybe you were going to bring it up. But uh, when Johnny Arcade is giving us um, a tip, uh, I, and I think it might be a trick mm -hmm. that, right, doesn't give like a code or something. Mm -hmm. um, he says this tip comes from Game Players Magazine. Mm -hmm. So it's not even something that they originally discovered oh. or came up with. He literally says, I got this from a magazine you could have bought at the store. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Well, so he's like, how lazy, how lazy is, that? I mean, Hey, I guess kudos to them for like giving credit mm -hmm. and, you know, uh, proper attribution, I guess, but really you guys couldn't a anyways. And then I watched, like I said, like some other, uh, video segments from some other episodes and like literally dude, he goes over ninja. I, I watched the last episode, mm -hmm. the last video game segment mm -hmm. from the very last episode of season one. And you know what game they're going over, Steve? Ninja Gaiden. Ninja Gaiden again. <laughs> and so they're covering Ninja Gaiden again. And his tip, he's got two, two tips. He doesn't tell us what magazine he stole these mm -hmm. from. Uh, and there's such dumb tips that I actually don't think they took them from a magazine because no magazine would put this shit in there. First of all, he's talking about like the power-ups. And he's like, oh, here's a tip. If you get the uh, freezing power-up, you should use it right away because it only lasts for like five seconds. <laughs> Okay. Wow. Oh, no, I'm sorry. The invincibility power up. He's like, uh, start, you know, running right away because uh, the one with that has the stars that go around you that can kill enemies because uh, it, it'll only last for like X amount of seconds. Okay, no shit. <laughs> and then the other like tip is like, oh, if you uh, use the freezing uh, power up that freezes your enemies, uh, that'll help you get out of a, a tough situation. Right. Oh, and. What? Yeah, there's also what? in this episode, I think it's when he's talking about Ninja Guide and he's like, the enemies are going to be coming at you fast, but just avoid them and you'll be all right. Like, <laughs> yeah, th these are like not tips. These are just like how you play. The but game, just to play basically. devil's advocate, at least for this first round of tips, um, you said from Game Players Magazine, 
you don't think maybe the executive producers weren't like, uh, hey, video game, you know, magazines, send us your tips and we'll mention you in the show. You, you don't think yeah, maybe they did that or maybe even said like, hey, if you want us to mention you, you know, give us money. You don't think they did something like that or they just went to the, uh, uh, the local grocery store, bought a magazine and uh, that was that. I I highly doubt it, but I mean I I guess it's possible. But I I just this doesn't seem like the, the kind of the kind of people that are put the show together don't seem like the kind of people that would think that far. Ahead. Oh well, and of course in the '90s, I'm sure all the uh, you know grown-ups like the producers and stuff. Aside from you know obviously acclaim, I'm sure everyone else was like video games. That's for kids. So uh, obviously this show is geared towards kids, and so. Right. I guess uh, ixo facto, they're like, ah, we'll just make up some tips. You know, we, we don't need to give any actual information. And that's why maybe right. the tips are so crappy. Um, but, uh, yeah. yeah. Well, that is it for the first. Uh, let's see. I had some. Oh, here's a here's a thing to ruminate on. You hell was Johnny like the uh, prototype for what now has become like the game, the gaming YouTuber or gamer YouTuber before YouTube was even a thing. Maybe like the, uh, yeah, I guess I could kind of see that, like the over hyper, mm -hmm. uh, you know, video game show host kind mm -hmm. of a thing, uh, archetype. Yeah, I, I guess you could kind of see that uh, a little bit. Uh, although he's like, I don't know, man, he's energetic, but he's more intense. Right. It's than... such a weird energy. <laughs> it's such a weird. It's like, yeah. you know, when people play video games or and even kids, it's like, oh, let's, you know, get our friends together, kick back, have some fun. And he's all like. I'm going to give you some tips and you're going to use them. <laughs> like, yeah. just... like, I feel like he has that kind of energy of someone that just committed a crime and wants to talk about anything else <laughs> besides uh, anything related to the crime. So he just keeps talking about video games very intensely. And he's like, and, uh, and uh, hey, what are we watching this cartoon now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's premiering right now. You're going to love it. Let me tell you about it. There's Mr. Big, a villain, a crime boss. I don't know anything about crime because I would never, but he right, would. Right, right, for sure. <laughs> and last uh, question for you. Okay, so this came out. I would say in maybe like the first sort of wave of like video game popularity, why didn't video power last longer? Obviously they didn't have the numbers for the first season, which is why they retooled it. Why do you think this was a, a fail? Uh, because it was a video game show that was barely about video mm. games. It was just know? about selling um, and not really about uh, any real information. But I don't even know if it's selling these you, you would you would think okay well acclaim is probably putting up some money they're one of the producers and their characters are featured in the cartoon that takes up 90 percent of the mm -hmm. show this is to sell acclaim video games right. but no because these are video games that had already been out narc i looked it up it was in 88 mm -hmm. this is in 1990s when this aired so you're talking about a two-year-old arcade game that it did have some home ports but um you know so like w these games had already been out they're not gonna sell them like if you had it you already right. had it you know? i would say i would propose that they want the same brand recognition that nintendo has and so they were like how, how are we going to do that by making you know what does nintendo have that we don't well they have uh 
Super Mario Brothers, uh, the animated series, which I mean, it's not called that, but you know, the Super Show, uh, yep. plus Legend of Zelda, and you know, they've uh, and then the breakfast cereal and blah blah blah. So, so how are we, Acclaim, gonna get uh, our name out there so we can be as big as Nintendo? Oh, Saturday morning they, cartoon show, but we're not gonna put any work that, in it. That could be it, that could be mm. it, and I can definitely see that. However, they don't really mention uh, Acclaim's That's name, true. uh. These are so I, I it wouldn't surprise me if you're right that that was the end goal, but the execution oh. to get to that, like I wouldn't come out of this like thinking or knowing, oh, Acclaim makes these cool games. Yeah, <laughs> right. Because they certainly didn't make NARC. <laughs> that was Williams, baby. And uh, I'd come out of it saying Acclaim makes yeah. shit cartoons. <laughs> right. Well, Acclaim. <laughs> shit tunes, I believe. <laughs> shit <yeah>. tunes. <laughs> They're the ones who uh, did all the Simpson games in the beginning for Nintendo, and those games are like impossible. Um, but uh, yeah, get it, get it together, Acclaim. Um, <laughs> they're dead now anyway, uh, for for good reason. Maybe, <laughs> maybe this is why. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's uh, let's in it in this thing. All right, uh, Yehel uh, CDI Neo Geo Velasquez, uh, do mm. you think that video power should be tossed in the black hole of obscurity, never to be heard from again, or uh, be remembered for at least the end of like gaming history? Oh, this is a tough it one. It is. Uh... I, I am going to say because so much of the show is taken up by the cartoon, which, by the way, did you know that they made less episodes of the cartoon than they did episodes of Video Power <laughs> in the first season? So then they just start reusing episodes Ooh, of the cartoon. Wow, that's so cheap. Wow. Yeah. So based on all that, I'm going to actually say no. So uh, obl should be obliterated, huh? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I hmm, it's yeah, it's really tough because like I do enjoy the Johnny segments, even though they weren't exactly chock full of mm -hmm. information. Uh, but yeah, the cartoon takes up too much of the show. So, yeah, I mean, no one even hardly anyone ever even talks about this. I think maybe they talked about it on a toy galaxy um but other than that yeah this uh yeah and avgn uh aka cinemasco mm -hmm. he put out a video about video power and game pros show which we should probably cover game oh pros i didn't TV even show. realize there was one uh well we know host hosted by uh jd roth oh i remember him i remember, him. Yeah, I remember him from uh there was a game show i liked with him on it called funhouse do you remember that yeah, yep, yep. Another one we should cover. I'll add both to the you list. You do that. All right, and in the meantime, we're going to obliterate this show because it deserves to be left in the 90s. Let's do it. Yes. The heathens have spoken. You are obliterated. All right. Well, if you disagree with us, feel free to leave a comment if you're listening to this on uh, YouTube. Um, <laughs> or, uh, hey, if you disagree with us, feel free to leave us a five-star review on iTunes. Yeah, oh, that, that would be great. <laughs> <laughs> you just Either way, leave us a five-star review because that's video power, baby. That's, that's right. That's right. A free bag of video power branded cocaine <laughs> will be delivered to you 
by by Johnny. Oh man, I really think we could probably sell those uh, when we get a slightly larger audience. Um, we'll have a yeah. Shopify store or whatever it is. Uh, but uh, forgot to mention at the beginning of the show, uh, make sure you uh, check us out on TikTok if you don't feel like sitting through an entire episode, which I don't know why you wouldn't, but uh, there's lots of uh, bite-sized uh, chunks of comedy and information, unlike video power. Um, mm. And uh, last but not least, for those of you who have been paying attention to the crowdfunding campaign of one My Comic Book Escaped Earth, uh, it was a success last uh, May yes. 31st. Also, uh, thanks to Yehel and his contribution and uh, a bunch of other people. So uh, if you're a, a viewer slash listener of this show and you contributed, thanks a lot. And your copy or the digital copy will be showing up eventually. Uh, other than that, anything else to add, Yehel, before we sign off here? No, no. C- congratulations, Steve, on uh, your first Kickstarter, like uh, getting it fully funded, man. Like that's awesome. Very happy for you. Uh, well deserved. Uh, oh, I see Stride put in the chat. Tada! Video power. We hardly knew thee. <laughs> um, yeah, knew it a little bit too much for my taste. But uh, no, nope, I have nothing. Nothing else to add. All right. Uh, well, then, um, thank you for watching. Don't forget to subscribe and like uh, and all that other stuff. And we will see you next Sunday ish. <laughs> Uh, when we will continue to discuss even more obscure media only on Obscurity Now. See you next time. You've been enjoying Obscurity Now, a podcast that's recorded live to tape and streamed to Twitch and YouTube. Subscribe so you never miss an episode or hilarious quip. Take us with you by following the download links provided in the show notes to wherever you get podcasts. And take notice of our various social media links. If that's what you're into, I'm not here to judge. And make sure you join us live next week at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific as we continue to discuss more obscure media only on Obscure Now.